Hey y'all, this is Stacey Pearsall, and you're listening to Everything, my podcast where I talk about, well, everything. Good morning. It is... It's a it's a spinning is morning. It? Well, yeah, because you woke up not so happy. Okay, it was about two in the morning, and uh that is when the room started spinning and it felt like I was on a tilt-a-whirl and I couldn't get off. Is that because you had a six-pack of beer or a bottle of vodka? You're hilarious. I didn't drink at all. <laughs> Neither of the above. No, I haven't drank in a while because of the medication I'm on. I'm but you don't drink. Anyways, I was trying to be funny. Well, I suffer from uh. vertigo intermittently because of head trauma stuff. Right. And for a long time, I felt like my vertigo was manageable. Mm-hmm. Just recently, I've had a couple of like really bad bouts of it, feeling like I'm can't get my head straight. And I haven't had cases like this this severe in in a while. Right. It makes it makes it makes things very challenging. Like I spent from four a.m. till about five, just throwing up until I dry heaved it was pretty miserable and and right now I'm just it's hard to lock in and focus on anything because my eye my eyes are trying to make things stop so if, if you ever so close your eyes that makes it worse oh because I mean okay so if you're on something spinning let's mm-hmm. let's talk about like a carnival ride right I get it mm-hmm. what you want to do is lock on something that's stationary to try and stabilize your yourself and orient yourself. Right. And when you close your eyes, you have nothing to orient on, so it makes it worse, which is why the vomiting started. Because I was laying in bed, and it was spinning and spinning, and I was like, I just got to get up, and I got to sit up. And I went out to the living room, sat on the couch, and the nausea was overwhelming. I was like, okay, just trying to breathe through it, concentrate, okay. lock in on something, but this, it right. was spinning so fast. And that's when the... I just got overwhelmed, and I took some medication. It's kind of helping, kind of not. It's I feel pretty, pretty awful. I'm sorry to hear that. I have the side effects of a really, really bad hangover without the the fun of the party. The, the fun from the party, yeah. <laughs> so, but you woke up a little dizzy yourself. I did. I woke up. <clears throat> I was hard asleep when my alarm went off. I mean, I could hear you guys leave because I always hear Charlie and Pickles. They, you know, they do their little head. They thing. shake their head and their like, ears slap together. It's right. like it's like you know, it's like okay. And then I can hear them scurrying from the carpet to yeah, the floor because, like, like, you know, they have their nails. And I was like, oh, okay. And, I I should uh, get a runner for that hallway no, so it's no, a quieter exit. No, because I like to know that you know. And then I'm like, and then I'll kind of merge over to take over the entire bed at that point. But I was sleeping hard when my alarm went off. I was like, oh, just 30 more minutes would be great. And I thought, no, I got stuff to do today, as always. And then when I got up, I I nearly fell over because I was so, I felt dizzy or heavy or maybe I was just still sleeping. You got up too quick. <clears throat> and it felt that way for a good, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Hmm. And then I was like, and then you told me you were having your challenge. I was like, well, maybe we ate something or maybe it's just coincidence. Yeah, I'm, I... I it could be possible, but given the fact that I just had a really bad bout of vertigo two weeks ago and 
and now again, I think it's something else underlying. So I really, really am just tired of well being not well. Right. I want to be able to wake up, one, you know, and I suppose I take everything for granted. Hey, I'm breathing and I'm on the right side of the dirt, but damn it, if I can't catch a break. Sucks. It'll be fine, honey. It will be. I'll it get past be. it. Yes, we will get past this. But, you know, because what did you, what happened this weekend? <clears throat> um, I said farewell to Ava and Nickel. Yeah. And said hello to Molly and Herbie. Yes, and they look awesome. They're cute. Yeah. They're short. They're small. Right. Well, it was nice seeing, because you were sharing some of the photos of when we first got Ava and Nickel. Yeah. And how much she had grown. Well, I think, yes, grown is a word that comes to mind, but developed is probably a better word because she didn't, she may have grown just slightly in height, but she really filled out with right. muscle and... Um, just everything about her was more mature. I think a lot of that had to do with the work she was doing. Right. So I'm excited to see what happens with the two new Yeah. Yeah. So I want to spend the day yesterday during feedings. It was their first day. So I don't really mess with them. For a week. You try to give them a week. I try to give them a week to get their minds right. But during that week, I'm going in there and I'm touching them and talking to them so they get used to me. Yeah. They need to know like, well, it's like they need to get accustomed to their surroundings the other horses yeah and get settled in where the hay is where's the water oh these black trays in the morning afternoons this food food time this person the gators bringing me food yeah they need to get acclimated right but also at feeding times it's an opportunity for me to have some positive reinforcement like right right away so you know saying that I, i bring good things and i'm you know good things happen when when i'm around and um anyway they they really clung to me yesterday really yeah so last <clears throat> night i i climbed in in with them after they ate, meaning I, you went into the pasture i climbed through the fence <laughs> yeah i went into the pasture <clears throat> and started giving them scratches and we you know i did, started a little bit of the sort of leadership exercises that i that i do with horses early on and they were instantly like, I'm game, even for just a few scratches. Right. So when I start to introduce the, the food next week for training, I think they're going to ha- have a really good response. Awesome. But Herb is, he's a year a year old. He's a little guy. He is. Oh, he's a little man. Herb and Molly. And Molly. Molly was imported with Earl back in 2019. So she'll be three years old. So they came on Next the same year. airplane. Yeah. Was she so? Was she here? Yeah. When on the same truck. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So they flew from Belgium together to New York, and then from New York they were in quarantine together. Then they they were loaded onto a semi, and and hauled down here, and th- and it was before we even moved out here. That was in 2019. <clears throat> right. That was back at uh, the other location but so did tim pick her up yeah did he bring i'm trying to remember the transition well we weren't living here at low country acres yet but the semi wouldn't have been able to make it down to the stables that i had earl or or, sorry leia located and we agreed that they would 
drop them here because our barn was built and their fences were built. So the semi came here, dropped them early in the morning. And then Tim and his wife, Kathy, drove up from Atlanta oh, where was to, I at to pick up his happened? three fillies. I think you were out of town. So who am I remembering? It was Leia? Was I at the barn? Yeah, Leia, Leia was delivered late at night. And it was raining and nasty. Oh, that was... <clears throat> and um, That was over in, in Ladson. Right. Okay. At our, at our friend's stables. So when you had <clears throat> Earl come in... It was he was delivered here, and then you took him from here over there. Yeah, gotcha. And that was just for a short period because they were imported in October of 2019. We moved out here in March 2020. of 2020, so just a, just a short period of time. Anyway. Anyways, I'm excited for you. You have two new ponies to train. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, and plus, you know, Leia is getting bigger and bigger. Every day. She is. I, I do have to say that, you know, I'm, I'm monitoring her really, really closely. She's a little heavier than I would like. Well, she overindulged <clears throat> on the pasture. And partly that was my fault. I should have been regulating her more. But it is her second baby. It's her second baby. And maybe she put on more weight. Um, and it's hard to get rid of that baby weight. <laughs> you know, because you've had babies here. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I, mean. I, I think, like I said, I think she overindulged. I'm regulating her a little bit more now. I want right. to start walking her every day to in, increase her exercise routine right. to, to get her moving a little bit more. And um, hopefully everything goes well. You know, I, I don't have much control over Mother Nature, but right. I can always be there to help a sister if she needs me. And, you know, she's under very very good veterinary care and right um dr plata my 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 dear friend who also has Brabant's, um doesn't seem very o- overly concerned about no it. and then we got the donkeys what that's out of left field <clears throat> well, we, what about we, them? we always got to talk about the donkey people like to hear how bob and ben and flo and joe are doing well bob's growing up quick he is he's he's when, almost the size of his mom he's pretty pretty close. they're almost like twins yeah, if you look out in the pasture, you you can't tell one from the other. And they stand like, they so they're like yeah, they are, they stand so, side by side like you couldn't put a sheath of paper between right. them. They're so close. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. but they all get along. I mean, um, I think Bob has made everyone more relaxed around us because he comes right up to us. Yeah. And so Flo and Joe have relaxed. Yeah. Well, I mean, Flo's the most skittish. <laughs> Poor Flo. I I wonder what happened to her in her past life. She may she maybe never was around humans, humies. Some humies. Yeah, yeah, I I could see that. She is very feral. Right. But she's come around a long way. That's since, what I'm saying. I think her. Bob because everyone's like they watch us love on Bob. Like, oh, they're not doing anything. Wait, he gets scratches. <laughs> I like scratches. Can, right. And then they all turn their butts to you, and they're like, "Can you scratch my butt right, right under my tail? I can't get that. Can you get that?" For yeah, me? I, I don't know why. Even Charlie is like, yeah. "I want my butt." Charlie no. likes his butt scratched. I don't want my face touched, but you can touch my butt. Yeah, he's weird about he's weird about his face. Yeah, um, you know, most humans are inclined to go toward a dog with their hand, you know, palm out, just like reaching for the face. 
I, I don't want anybody coming at my face with a hand like that. So I, I can't fault him no. for not liking that. Right. But he, he prefers scratches from the back of the ear back. Right. Like he doesn't want anything on his face. But no, so I think the do- everyone's doing well out there in the pasture. Mm-hmm. And with the binoculars, I can keep my eye on you guys. <laughs> uh, Earl's doing good. I need to electrify the gate because he keeps pounding on that thing. He... Well, so we'll tell everyone, we separate Earl and Prize during feeding times. Because Earl... Earl's a hoover. Eat, he'll eat his fast. Yeah. And go over to Prize and push him off. Prize eats very slow. Right. So we, we separate them. So what this happens now is Earl is not as fast, but he still gets done first. He goes to the gate and he's like, I want in there mm-hmm. so I can hoover over Prize's leftovers. And he'll hit that gate. Yeah. And he can, you know, bust it up pretty good if he wanted to. Yes. So we need to put some spark on it. Yeah. We need to make it hot. Make it hot. Because prize is like, I don't, I'm, I'm going to eat as slow as I want to eat. Mm-hmm. And when I'm done, I'm done. Yes. Yeah. He has his own agenda. But he's always been a slow eater. Yes. That's yes. always been his thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got to think about some ways to... To get that done. And then I need to put mats out on the ground. Because the other thing is, you know, the boys, they've, in the feeding areas, they've worn it down to to dirt dirt and sand. And one of the biggest causes of colic is the ingestion of sand. Because it settles in the gut and makes it hard to, anyway. I don't want them to be consuming sand. And they like to kick at their their um their feed trays mm-hmm. and knock food out on the ground and then they right. feel inclined to eat that food in the sand which, which means they get which means they get sand so i need to move rubber mats so i can put their feeding dishes on those rubber mats and if they kick the food out they're eating off a rubber mat and not consuming sand lots to do i'm sure we can get those rubber mats and just i can cut them we don't have any spare rubber mats laying around is that a question or a question. statement do we have spare we no. do. We have two spare mats down at the training arena. I use them for training, but I I would I would rather use them for feeding if it's going to improve the feeding oh, okay. situation. So we can do that. So there's always something to do. Yeah, and I had a little outhouse built before we moved out here because and we would come out here. Hold on. I'm listening. We would come out here and we'd mow <clears throat> and you know, you have to pull up, to... we'd have to pull up a bush, really. So I, I thought it would be fun to have a little outhouse built. It was really nice. It was cute. Yeah, had we the... had many photos taken there of the animals. I know because <laughs> it was made. It was built out of recycled barn wood. Yeah, it's really. So pretty. it looked really rustic, super cute. It had a little moon on the door and everything. Well, it's falling apart, and I need to do some restoration work on it. So that is also on my to do list. Your to do list never ends. Yeah. I need to fix a water trough. And we bought the materials for that yesterday. We did, so I just I still need to do that. I need to get the water trough taken into the barn to dry it out first. Just put that on the back of the gator. I need to put that on the back of my list. <laughs> That's what I need to do. <clears throat> okay. And then I have to do bookkeeping. So, you know, all the farm stuff aside, I still have work work I got to do. Yes. And I meant to do bookkeeping yesterday, but I just got so darn tired. Mm-hmm. By the by, the end of doing all of my chores and running around, I had to do some stuff for the Citadel, and then, you know, got home, had to life, do some stuff for the registry. Life got in the way. Yes. So, 
bookkeeping, book bookkeeping, book book bookkeeping yes. sometime this week. That's your favorite thing to do. It's my least favorite thing to do, which is why it piles up. Is that what that chair represents over there? That pile of <coughs> folders so, and paperwork? <coughs> so in my office, I have it little sections. It's sectioned off. I've got a section for relaxation with my TV, and I can come watch shows that Andy doesn't want to watch. I can do that on my How own. How often does that happen, though? Rarely. <laughs> I, I will use the TV when I'm doing my crafting, which is another section. I have a crafting table with my sewing machine and all my implements that I need over there. And then... I also have a little section with a, a little twin bed and a nightstand for if we have a, a guest, like overflow of guests. Then my photographic work area, which is like an L-shaped desk. Which is where we're sitting now. Where we're sitting now for the podcast. It's about my microphone and everything. And then, and then the dreaded bookkeeping section. That's where is, the PC is. Yeah, PC is like sitting over there. And the only time it ever gets used is when I need to use QuickBooks, which is... A bookkeeping software for businesses. Fun I stuff. loathe that chair, which is why there's a stack, a heap, a collection of documents pertaining to my business that yep. need to be inputted into my book books, and I haven't yet. And your little space up here is not little. It's is it's over the garage. Okay, we have a three car garage on the house, an oversized three car garage attached to the house, and so above that above that garage that same footprint is the frog that's my office slash rec room slash craft room slash dreaded bookkeeping room you have your own restroom it's got a full bath correct and you have an amazing closet i have technically i have a closet an attic space and a crawl space yes you can live up here minus the cooking no cooking well, you would probably perish if I didn't cook. I would <laughs> I would manage, but it would be very tough. Hmm. 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 What do you got going on this week? Work. You I'm say, playing. You say that every time. Because, well, that's, because there's a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I get it. Work. But can you expound? There's a lot of things I can't talk about, but no. Um, Who are you talking to? You're not even talking to the microphone. You're talking to your armpit? No, I was scratching my neck. Oh. I'm, my neck is... Anyways, no, just playing with the, the camera, you know, the prototype Z9 before it comes out. So I know what it can and cannot do and where everything is located. So when mm -hmm. I get questions, I can give them answers. Yeah. Yeah. I took it out the other day and when I, you know, do the walks for you, for Charlie, because your toe is injured. My broken toe. Your broken toe. So Charlie still requires his exercise. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. And the other day we had some great fog. It was <clears throat> dense. It was epic. Yeah. So I took out the camera, made some photographs for Charlie and some leaves and stuff like that, and been playing with that on the computer. Nice. Yep. And getting ready for, you know, Super Bowl, stuff like that. Just normal, Wait, boring so work. So the stuff. Super Bowl's where, where it's going to be? LA. Oh. Los that's Angeles. A, that's California. a long flight. Um, yeah. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you reserved your flight yet? No, we're still. Um, working on it you know the, the challenge for any anyone that travels is covid because that new variant has made things challenging and people are speculating like will this happen will not not that anyone's speculating about super bowl but it just makes things not firm right kind of like the olympics too i bet oh yeah the winter game you know <clears throat> for you know it's in china um 
are they going to have a bubble? Will there, will they allow travel for, you know, non athletes like Mm -hmm. what we would do stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Wow. Exciting things. And then, you know, it's just the normal emails and phone calls about what buttons do and don't do and whatever, which I love. (laughs) It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't love manuals and buttons and things like that. I like that's just, why you ask me. I, yeah, this is true. I like to just take pictures. Right. And that's what people, people want to take the camera out of the box, mm-hmm. charge, the, charge the battery, or the battery should already be charged, depending on who you are. Put a memory card in there and go out and do your thing. That's exactly how it should be. <clears throat> right. Without setting a time clock um, in your camera, setting a time zone in your camera (laughs) personalizing and you know there's a whole slew of things right so when i had the center for photography i used to teach basic right still photography and one of the first things that i would do was have people reset and personalize their camera and it's not uncommon for for somebody to take a camera out of the box and just start shooting which is fair but but never going back to right. actually setting the color space. Which, Personalizing it. Yeah. yeah. And like many people didn't even know that you could adjust the viewfinder specifically <laughs> for your vision. Right. So if right. you're somebody like me, I'm farsighted. Um, so the viewfinder, I would adjust for my own sight without glasses. So I right. take my glasses. I don't like to shoot with my glasses. They get in the way. And, you know, it's just those, those really small things that make a huge difference. It's just like your car, you, you know, you want to adjust the seat to your likings and program the radio stations to your likings and whatever you do. Yeah. Which you're not a car person, so you, you know, you may or may not do that. So, but no, it's just, um, that's what I've been doing. Lovely, dear. Yep. Sounds thrilling. And that's why I just say I'm working because it's not very. <laughs> it's not super sexy. It's not very exciting. I mean, I think it is, but most people are like, oh, it's so boring. Well, I'm not most people. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, because you can come down there like, what's this do? Why doesn't it do that? Uh-huh. Honey, can you come up here for a minute? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you probably get that maybe once a week. I, I get that often. And it's just because and I, and I have to put myself in their shoes and be like, when you're doing an actual photo shoot, you're, there's so much stress. Yeah. So you're focusing on very specific things and not being able to zoom out and right. look at the overall picture and be like, oh, well, it's yeah. because this is wrong. You know, so it's, um, I never like, I, I completely sim- sympathize with professional photographers and what they're doing. Well, yeah, it's tough. And especially if, if you know, you're, you're doing a big job and there's a huge entourage right. and people are expecting you to know things and have things work properly. And right. it just takes one thing to get out of whack to make the whole dom- the whole, you know, stack of dominoes fall. And right. that's why you're great. I try. We try. You know, we try on the team to know it all. And amongst the team, we have some very smart people. And then we have a, a liaison at Sushi that is from Tokyo, and he knows. He's like super smart. And if he doesn't know it, we have he has access to the mothership, and he can get just about anything <laughs> answered. The mothership. The mothership. Yes. So you know, it's great. It's a great team. Uh, in other news, mm-hmm. I had went to bed early last night. And, we did, and, we, I think we both did. I think it was like 7.30. We finished a movie. Oh, my gosh. Let's just pause there for a second and talk about this. First of all, when, we, when I started cooking dinner, which you <laughs> wanted risotto, and it took an hour and a half, but that's another well, story. Well, you said, I have mushrooms I have to cook. I did. 
And you're like, risotto! And I'm like, damn it, okay. What would you have done with, besides risotto? I would have made something a little easier, like pasta and, and, and mushrooms. mushrooms. Okay, okay, next time. Risotto, the, the very nature of risotto takes time. Okay. Anyway, that wasn't the point of the story. The point of the story was that I said, find us something to watch. And you picked this... <laughs> This but you movie, agreed which to it. You agreed I did, to it. which had a great cast of characters, had um, Julia Roberts and uh, oh gosh, uh, Natalie yeah. Portman. Anyway, right, closer. It was, that's it, closer. But it was about two people having an affair on other people, and those people were having an affair with the other people, and it was just really, really dark. Right. And the whole time you're like, should we be watching this? And I'm <laughs> was, like, no, change it. And and for whatever reason, you stuck with it. You fast forward. I just wanted to see then, how it ended. I I, was, I didn't want to see all the middle stuff. Wait a second, please, because it was driving me bananas. You're like <laughs> watching it and then fast forwarding it. And you're like, wait, what happened? Then you back it up. No, I didn't fast back it up. Well, I would just... Whatever happened. Maybe that's why you got It was Disney. the worst. Maybe. I mean, that's why I feel like crap. <laughs> the movie was not great. And the way you were watching it was even more horrendous. And then you, you were like, I found something for us to watch. And then you said Matt Damon, which I, I was all prepared for some sort of Matt Damon flick. And then Mark Wahlberg was the main character. I'm like, when, oh, when, I'm is, Matt, when is Matt, when's Matt Damon coming on? Anyway, so, it was Mar- <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg plays this. Joe Bell. Plays Joe Bell, whose character is, like, like every human being, very flawed. Right. And he's very violent and aggressive in some points. And I'm like, why are you watching this? And it's about uh, his, his son, son who's who's gay and was being bullied. And I'm like feeling it's going like darker and darker down an even darker rabbit hole. Not not the not the cheating movie was dark enough, but now we're going down this one. And, and this like, is a true story. And it was a true story. And mom was drinking and the youngest son was getting yelled at. And then the boy kills himself. Spoiler alert, if you're, if you're going to watch it. Sorry, I just blew it for you. But um, anyway, I won't give away the very ending. Needless to say, I went to bed thinking, wah, wah. It was, it was tragic, yeah. I read, because I want to know like what's going to happen, even though I'm going to watch it. So I went right to Yahoo, Google, and read the story. I was like, oh, this is going to get even worse. Thanks. Yeah. Terrible movie to watch. No, it, I think it will. Oh, where was I going in this? I woke up. So oh. we went to bed early. Right. We decided that was really depressing. Feeling pretty sad. We should just go to sleep and end this day. I wake up to a really bright <laughs> a bright text message. Um, not wake up to it, but after my purging, right. after the great purge of my vertigo spouts, um, I read a text from Olivia and she got she got the... Oh, she got the quilt? Application. She wants to call me today. So we'll see. I hope it... Was it okay? Damaged? Fine? The text... Did not elaborate okay. on that. So. I think they're fine. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so, so too. But she's pretty excited about that. Well, hey, I have a couple of just sort of household items I need to cover right some, now. Some housekeeping. Uh, some house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey. Wow. Hey. Thank you, Derek. You're welcome. Okay. Um, so next week we'll do our podcast, which is um, December 15th. Yep. However, after that, um, we're going to be taking a holiday break until the new year. So we will be we'll be on next week. And then t- we'll, we will then be off officially until January 4th. Okay, gotcha. Or, excuse me, Wednesday the 5th Wednesday of January. 5th. I had my dates wrong. 
So um, we're going to take a hiatus for the holidays and okay. take a much-needed break. And uh, also, December is the last photo contest opportunity, and the theme is winter. So if you have pictures that are winter-themed or snowy photos, frosty photos, pictures of ugly sweaters, as Andy suggested last week, please submit them at everythingstacy.com and have your chance to win a Spider Holster hand strap V2, thanks to our friends at Spider Holster. Yes. That's get, all I got. Get your photos in. Last chance. The farrier is on his way right now, so I need to go get the donkeys ready mm-hmm. for their Tootsie oh, yeah. Trims. Yep. Uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and that you're not too, too cold. I know it's snowing to beat the band up in Michigan, and we've got rain clouds here. It's going to rain 100% tomorrow. 100% of the time, it rains every time. I think that's something like that. Yep. Okay. I hope you have, again, hope you have a fantastic week. Until next week, I'm Stacy. I'm Andy. Be well. Be well. Be well.